and I wanted to like impact like the world somehow. And I feel like doing this, I was able to do that one person at a time, like all over the world. And little did I know, I've um, already made over 4,000 pieces. Hi, my name is Melissa Nunez and you're watching Folks Alert. Welcome to Folks Alert. Melissa, how are you? What's going on, Kiko? I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, man, I, I can't complain. I can't complain. I'm having, a, I'm, having a, I'm having a nice day. You're here today, so I was looking forward to this interview. Yeah, me too. Actually, I was uh, talking about this interview today at work, so I'm pretty excited. Thank you for having me. Oh, speaking of work, uh, I know we... We started talking. I actually found you on Instagram, or maybe it was TikTok. I can't recall where I found you, but you do painting. But before we even start talking about the painting, your work. What do you do for a living? Tell tell us what you do for a living. I think people might be surprised. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, it it's, might be a surprise in that I'm a I'm an army soldier by day and a painter by night. I've, I've enlisted in the, in the United States Army since I was 18 years old. I'm currently 32, so I've been in the Army almost 15 years. July will be 15 years, and I'm, I'm a medic in the Army. So it's been it's been pretty pretty wild journey for me, but I'm very grateful for the fact that I've been serving my country and uh, I was able to go to, uh, to overseas, to Germany, for four and a half years. So I was able to travel over the world that way. Uh, I also I did a combat deployment in Afghanistan, mm -hmm. and um, and through all the years I lived in many places like Washington State, and then I went to Germany, then I went to San Antonio, Texas, and from there I moved here, which is my current duty station, which is uh, North Carolina. Wow, you like being in the army? You've been there for fifteen years, so I'm assuming you love it. Yes, I do. I, I do love like what it stands for. I do love the organization, being part of that one percent, and um, and I also love the fact that the community that you build and you know the arms that my sisters and brothers in arms that I serve along with. Um, it's it's pretty impressive how you can trust your life with you know um, to someone that you know you never met before, and it's like that bond that we will always have. And some of my best friends I've met uh, have been in the army, which I've been very grateful for. So, so far it has instilled me discipline. It has instilled me a lot of resiliency. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very grateful for the fact that I've gotten this opportunity so far. 
when you when you enlisted, did you expect it to be in it this long? What when you I mean when you first signed up, what was it like? You figure, you know, I'll go ahead do four years, and then get out, and then you keep re-enlisting. What was your thoughts? That's yeah, so when I first enlisted, it was for three and a half years, mm -hmm. and um, I did not know, like I was an 18-year-old, I didn't know I was going to do 20 years old. I mean, I was going to do 20 years in the Army, um, but by then, like, you know, the goal is to make it a career back then um, in 2008. Um, so, but then after, within those 15 years, of course, it's been a lot of moments where I've like thought about like getting out and seeking other opportunities. Um, but then obviously one way or the other, life has led me to continue to serve. And then now I'm at this mark that of course, I already signed the indefinite contract for me to serve at 20 years. So it's not like I have a, an easy way out anyway, if I, even if I want to at this point. But I mean, at this point, especially after you doing 10 years, might as well just do the whole 20. Uh, for me, at least, and just finish a career. So by the time I retire from the army, I'll be 38 years old. So now a lot of people can say that they're retired uh, from a career at that age, um, which is kind of cool. When you when you retire, well, you did 15 already, so you only have five more years to be retired, right? Yeah, correct. Cool, cool. Have you have you decided like what are you gonna do when you retire? Yes. What, what would so, life be? Because you're not getting up anymore. What, what, what are you going to do? What retirement would look like for you? So definitely continue to work and grind. I'm not going to just not work. But I mean, retirement from the Army, it looks like they'll give me a pension for the rest of my life. But obviously, um, it's not going to be enough to sustain my lifestyle. And probably that'd be enough to like pay like my mortgage and maybe a couple other bills. Um, what it looks like for me, I definitely do not want to be in a job anymore. Like I don't want to actually have an employer and actually go to an office or clock in or nothing like that. My vision is I want to start like getting into real estate business. So mm -hmm. let's say, um, get into an Airbnb, um, properties. So, you know, buying or renting them out and kind of having a portfolio throughout the United States. And that way I can get passive income without me having to actually report to anybody and gives me the freedom to like do other things and of course continue to paint and then travel the world which is like my passion well you do do a lot of traveling i've watched your instagram you you've been a few places you've been a lot of you've been in a lot of places that i haven't been i haven't been able to go yet uh, but some of those places are on my bucket list now you being your day job is in the army you're a medic how did this whole painting thing came about on social media? Good question. Thank you for asking. Um, I, like everybody else, downloaded TikTok and I was just scrolling on there and I was trying to find my voice and things to do. And I found few people doing this type of art. So I saw an opportunity for me to not just make an extra money because in the army, we don't get paid that much, you know? So I wanted to get uh, that extra income and, uh, you know, I just had this entrepreneur like mindset. So I saw an opportunity to make more money and also it's fun. And I wanted to like impact like the world somehow. And I feel like doing this, I was able to do that one person at a time, like all over the world. And little did I know 
I've um, already made over 4,000 pieces um, for people. Wow. Yeah, I've shipped them all over the world, and, um, and it's only been two and a half years. Wow. You didn't expect this, right? Not at all. Not at all. Let me play. Let me play one of your videos from social, from your Instagram page. I grab of you doing this art, um, and I. Well, let me play it, and then we'll come back and we'll talk because I wanted to. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this. Let me play this. We'll come back. We'll talk. This piece I'm about to make right now, it's gonna be a like a medium heart, right? And it's gonna be for Vanessa's friend. Vanessa's friend is going through a lot. My personal like life is it's kind of messed up right now, and she wants to cheer her up. Okay, so she came to the right like place, as she should. And I'm gonna make a beautiful heart so Vanessa's friend can like smile and be happy. So let's do that right now. All right. So she said she gave me two colors. She said I don't know what other colors to pick. So she said yellow and like teal. Okay. So we got yellow and teal right here. And then with these colors, I think we're gonna do like true blue. Just I'm just thinking of very vibrant colors. And then we have neon purple. Ooh, those colors. I'm gonna pair that with a little bit of white. And of course, you know, we gotta do a few layers. Let's get it. Of course, we can't forget that secret sauce. All right, Vanessa's friend, you better be smiling right now. All right, let's go, ready? Whee! Oof, a true masterpiece. Tell me this. <laughs> you take this very serious. Yes, I do. Uh, I mean, I've gotten countless of stories of people, um, not just like this one, but people that have lost their loved ones, uh -huh. people that have um, overcame like cancer, people have lost their battle to cancer, to COVID-19, people that have lost limbs, people that have gender reveals, all kinds of stories that I had to like, you know, take seriously and, and it, it like breaks my heart. And it, it's like an honor the fact that people have sent me their ashes of their loved ones for me to like incorporate in their pieces or have like, you know, give me creative like decisions for me to make different logos for them. And just the fact that I'm able to be a part of their story for a lifetime, because, you know, especially for the ones that have like a story attached behind it, every time that they like hang their, their piece on their wall and they look at it, they have a story behind it. And I get to be part of that story all around the world, which is like, astonishing to me i'm just very blessed do you have a special place in your house that you do all this stuff because this I is do. a lot i mean yeah it, it is uh, it, so I you have I, so you have an art room is there like a what, what do you call it is like an art room yes so i actually started two and a half years ago i started outside to be honest okay. i um you know when i was living in san antonio i put a tarp on the on the grass uh -huh. And I would like, you know, bring a table out there and bring like a, a tub full of paint. Um, and then I would just put up my ring light. So it's like a whole setup every day that I would put up <laughs> It took me like 30 minutes to do all that just to set it up. And, just to set up. And, yeah. And I would just be out there all, you know, I get out of work, I get home at let's say 5 p.m. You know, with traffic and everything. And then after that, I would just start painting immediately and all the way sometimes until like 11 p.m., midnight at night outside and I would just have a ring light with me and I'll be out there. But then after that, I transitioned to the garage. So I like, 
have a just a regular tent and then what I did was I covered this the sides of it with like uh, some tarp to catch the paint when it goes to the sides and stuff so I have that that tent situation that our studio in my garage right now mm. and that's where I do like that's why I pour all the epoxy that's where it dries and then half of it is my uh, my art room and the other half is my home gym so I've I built as well a gym and my garage. So I guess my garage is like my temple. Like I get to distress and like art and get to do that. And then I get to work out as well. Actually, I'm working out after this. <laughs> so granted people come to you for art, right? They, you know, they want the special art you create for them. But in essence, this is very much therapy for yourself. Yeah. It is. Um, it like has helped me in many ways. So I feel like I've told my audience how how much they have helped me as well. Because if it wasn't for them, like you know, there's times where you know, like work is stressful, or family things, or just like relationship problems, or anything like that in my life that I have gone through. And then every time I go there, I get to speak to an audience that are just very engaging. They are like the most like sweetest and like supportive audience that I could ever ask for. And they're always there for me, no matter what kind of day I'm having. I know as soon as I go live, I'm always going to like have a good time. I put music on, which is like awesome. I love music. So the fact that I'm like in my zone doing art for people, the people are like there with me in a sense. And then I have uh, music playing. It's like the perfect combination. So that has, has been really like cool to like, you know, blossom within myself too. Speaking of relationship, I was going through your, your page and, you know, I'm grabbing content, you know, to tell the story, you know, ask you questions. And I grabbed a, a bunch of pictures of you and your wife <laughs> until recently after we got on, I mean, we did the pre-interview and we didn't have that discussion, right? We did right, the interview, right. we didn't have that discussion. So I figured, well, okay, I'll grab this bitch, I grab that video. And then, you know, you tell me that, well, you're no longer with your wife. And um and, and, and people come to you for a painting. You're going through a breakup. How do you deal with where do you go to find comfort? Is it in your paint room? Great question. Um, so yeah, it's been very painful. It's been since October that that we decided, you know, that she decided to to tie, you know, break ties, and um, you know, she wasn't my wife yet. We we, we got we, I proposed. That's the day I proposed to her actually right there. Um, and uh, the way I cope with it, it's been very stressful for me. But like to be honest, just at the gym, I've been working out even extra hard at work. Um, I have my dog, Nina. She's amazing. And um, obviously, she loves me so much, and I, I love her to death. So between my art room, my audience, my dog, obviously, I lean, into, I lean like, with my family and friends. But it's mainly just like just me, myself, grinding in the gym and, and like focusing on all these art orders. To be honest, like I have not had a chance to breathe because like I've been so backed up with orders. I have like currently I have 246 orders that I still have to fulfill 
And, um, and then every day I'm doing orders or every day I'm doing something to move that needle so I can, people can get their stuff and their orders. So like that has gotten me very occupied. Um, the fact that I have a duty and I have a responsibility to be able to take in, you know, make all this art for, for these people. So, um, that has really helped me. And I think just time, time heals everything. I think one day at a time and not be so hard on myself and relying also my friends and family, my audience and be very vulnerable and, and open. I feel like the less I talk about it, the more it hurts. So I feel like, thank you for letting me uh, talk about this. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's painful, but I'm grateful that. How, how long were you guys together? Four years, almost four years. Mm -hmm. Four years is a long time. It is. I mean, as I'm talking to you, I see the pain in your in in your during your expression. It's it's hard for you. Um, kind of think about it. I was in a four years relationship. Broke off at the four years. We broke up. You know, it was hard. I I kind of got over it. You know, sometimes you got to find things to distract yourself. Um, hey, maybe she'll see this video, right? This interview. Uh, if she if she does see it, what would you say to her? Oh man, I have nothing but love for her. She's she's a great person. I know that she she didn't mean to hurt me. I know she it was hard for her too. I know we both hurting, but I know I just always wish the best for her. You know her name is Gali, and um, and I know that she eventually will find the person that's right for her, and. Um, and I'm just glad I was part of her journey. I think we both learned from each other and we both were there in our like lows and highs. And, and it was, it was a great journey together. Nothing but love and, uh, and respect for her. Wonderful. Wonderful. The painter, the medic, the lover of life, but there's something else to you. We did the pre-interview. Your last name, Melissa Nunez. I didn't know that your father was a famous baseball player. Inducted into the Hall of Fame. Do you feel like you have to, you're kind of, you're kind of in your pop's shadow a little bit? How, what was life growing up with a famous baseball player as a dad? Oh, um, yeah, so I guess growing up, all I remember, you know, my dad it just always being away too. Like he was always busy um, playing baseball. Um, definitely as a child, me like looking back, uh, it was nice to see all these people like having so much love and respect for my dad. Um, I did, you know, kind of miss him being there more now that I look back. But it was it was fun to always be there at the baseball games, always um, be able to like I was um, living with him in Japan for three months during mm -hmm. the summer break when I was like eleven because he was you know playing in Japan. So having those experiences very unique moments, and I'm just very proud of him. You know he you know that sport to be playing at the highest level and the MLB you know, and the Cubs and the Blue Jays. Um, Japan, Taiwan, Korea, Dominican Republic, of course, and not everybody gets the opportunity. So that he's able to live all his dreams coming from nothing, from the Dominican right. Republic, 
right. and him to that point to playing um, with his strengths and being being able to be recognized for that it was been uh, just a very beautiful journey to see him blossom that way and, and of course I never like felt myself in his shadows or anything like that I just felt proud um, and I'm like his daddy uh, daddy's girl so I'm a daddy's girl so <laughs> I feel like I'm his favorite <laughs> right. he has four girls and um, well, he has five girls actually he he had a new a new baby after he got divorced with my mom. So I, and just, and I was able to be in his induction, Dominican Republic, uh, whenever he got inducted into the hall of fame. So the fact that I was able Wonderful. to share that moment with him, uh, that was very beautiful. And, and he had to like, uh, also coach some teams as well. So he did like all kinds of stuff in that like career and just being able to, to say that my dad did those things just made me very proud. Well, that's a good thing. You know, and you should be proud. And I'm sure he's proud of you as well. I, I want to go back to the painting. You, When you paint, you have a very distinct trademark sound. Okay? Before I play this clip, what is that about? Wee! What is that about? Come on. Come on, Melissa. What is that about? Bro, I don't know. Like, I, I think I just did it once. I... I was, to be honest, I don't recall the exact moment I did it the first time, but I just know that after that one moment, I just kept doing it. And then obviously there were some videos that I didn't do it. And then people were blowing up the comments like, hey, you forgot the Wii, you forgot the Wii. <laughs> so then after that, I feel like I have to do it. Now, like when I don't do it, people are like upset and like, okay, now it's a thing that I do. Uh, and it's just kind of stuck after that. But I feel like it's something like, like it makes people laugh. And, and that's all I'm about to get, give somebody a positive experience right, whenever, right. The, you know, who knows what to, who is behind the other screen. They could be going through something like negative or even they just didn't know they could have a better day. And then for them to see my clip, 30 second clip, whatever, and for them to like smile, like that's, that's awesome. <laughs> well, let me, let me play the, let me play the Wii clip, right? Your, your, right. your, your trademark. Let me let me play this. We'll come back. We'll talk. Let's go. Well, Carol says no more. We no more. We okay. Fine, fine, fine. I will give you what you want. Um, I promise you, I won't do it. Like I won't. Like I know it's gonna be very hard for me not to do it. But you know what? I'm gonna give you what you want. I'm gonna give you what the public wants. No more we's. I promise you. Hold up. You'll have to see it. You have to see it. See if I do good. I'm gonna try really hard. I try so hard. Oh, but this piece is looking so good though. Oh, can't wait. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. It's like I've been doing it for two years. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna say? I have no idea. Okay, here we go. Ready? Alright. Now that is a masterpiece. It's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Damn, no more no more we, huh? Yeah, that that was like a really funny video. That was really fun to make for sure. I mean, listen, you come every afternoon. I don't know how often you go live, but you're you're 
you're in these people's home and they feel like you're a family member. You know, you're like an extended friend of the family. It's like, you know, you, you watch your favorite television show and you feel like you know the person. They've seen you over the years and they come to know you as the, the wee painter. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's how a lot of people describe me. Um, the, the wee girl or the, the wee spin art. And, I, and a lot of kids watch me too, because I know a lot of parents, they tell me, like, oh, me, my three-year-old, my four-year-old, we love you, we watch you all the time. The fact that, you know, these kids as well, like I'm having a positive impact on them, and just like being able to be, like you said, in people's homes, it's just, I, sometimes it's surreal and I can't, uh, I can't uh, explain it. To the point that last year I won a, a cheer award, mm -hmm. um, because of them, like they voted for me. I'll show you the, the trophy, hold up. Oh, right here. <sighs> nice, nice. Yeah, so trophy, um, they had a, a, uh, an event last year to, um, to kind to like, what's it called in English? They, they wanted to highlight positive creators. Right. So they created this uh, like award show, like the Grammys, and they were, giving all kinds of different categories like arts or, you know, um, law enforcement or positive creator, whatever it is, you know, okay. cooking, dancing. And then I won in my art category and that was because of them because they voted for me. So that was awesome. How do you decide the colors? So people decide that. So like whenever I do custom orders, which is right now, like all I'm doing right now is trying to catch up. Um, people, they put in their notes, the color that they want. Okay. Um, okay. That way, you know, or they gave me like idea, like, Hey, um, like I have uh, a logo here for like the Steelers or the Eagles or something like that. Um, they, they, they say, Hey, I want the Eagles and then the colors. So I do their colors. Um, some people give me creative, um, room. So like they say, Hey, just do whatever you want. And then I get to just choose whatever I feel like, or if I put pieces for the website, then like for example this one this one i just like you know came up with it on my own it was just you know blues or if i want to do like a um something with like galaxy colors or just whatever people decide and i just i come up with it on, on the spot pretty much okay so they decide the color and and you just do what they or they give you some freedom some creative freedom yeah most of the time they decide colors. Most of the time they, they tell me what they want and then I just execute. Okay. Mm -hmm. Clean up. So it <laughs> takes you 30 minutes to set up about 30 minutes to set up. How, what does the cleanup process look like? Because you got your phone in there, right? So how many phones have you went through? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta be buying phones every you know, every six months, right? Well, actually, um, the 30 minute setup was when I was outside. Uh, now that I'm inside, I'm indoors, it's already set up. So pretty much what I gotta do is, um, you just walk just, in. Yeah. I just walk in there. It's already good to go. I mean, sometimes if I either have to like charge the battery of my drill or like, if I have to like, um, throw some paints here and there, but I do that on the live anyway. So not that much like setting up. I just kind of, make sure my iPad is connected. So I like go live on my iPad and then okay. the videos that I create for people, I do it on my phone. And then the phone actually, like 
if you think about it, when I when I do the drill, the, the it spins to the sides. So it goes like this and it spins on the sides. So the phone is in front of it, it doesn't get that much pain, to be honest. Uh, sometimes it does, and then obviously my hands get pain and I touch the phone. So I pretty much every day I, after I'm done with it, I just clean the phone off with like some a baby wipe or something like that. But definitely I go through cases, different cases, and it's like I use a case that is just for spinner, and then I go through it like that. And obviously I have like I have some damage, and my phone has some damage because of the speakers. I have a lot of like pains in the speakers and right. stuff. So like. Whenever I sp I have some speaker is like muffled, so now I can't really use that like feature anymore. But um, but yeah, I mean I don't with this phones. I have an extra phone here that I've gone through and I just don't use it. But but it's not like as bad as you think. Also clean up as well. Like the clothes that I wear, I have like different shirts that I that I circle through and I wash them, but the, the paint doesn't go away. And I use the same shorts too and have like different chains of of, of clothes. Um, but obviously then to shower, to get all the paint off of me, um, since it's uh, acrylic paint, it's, uh, it's water-based, so gotcha. it's not hard to, to get off. So, you know, you just gotta scrub a little bit harder or anything like that, but I mean, it's probably take me like a 30 minute shower, 20 minute shower. So it's not like too much, uh, of a mess as you think. It's just all contained mess. It's in like one in space. Yeah. Okay. Uh, -huh. uh Tell me about the, the awards behind you. What, what, what are those? All oh, the Spartan races. Yes. So I've, um, when I was in Germany, I got introduced to the Spartan races. Mm -hmm. uh, actually my first Spartan race was in San Antonio, Texas, well, no, in Austin, Texas. And, um, from there I went back to Germany where I was living and I, I came to find out that Spartan races, it's like an obstacle course, like, like a mud race, you know, gotcha. uh, they were, they were in Germany or they were all over Europe as well. So I was like, okay, I wanted to try them. So I just decided to go to all these different places and like every race that I go to in different countries, I just took the opportunity as to travel as well. So let's say if a race was in, in Paris or a race was in Italy or Spain, I will go there and I will like travel and experience the country for like two to three days and then i would do the race and then go so i would like travel and like sightsee and then i would do the race um it's like for me doing these races it has become part of my lifestyle i i just love um doing them i love them so much to the point that i i bought a nine-year pass so they have this nft a 90 did you say 90 year nine nine year pass yeah so okay. they they came up with this like nft uh token um called the unbreakable pass and they were selling it for pre-sale for three thousand dollars for and it's like for nine years and you get to race for free all over the world as many times as you want and i'm like that's perfect if i buy it it'll give me the opportunity to like just push me to like take advantage of it and like race more so i took like a couple years break to Cause I was so busy doing this art that I kind of fell behind on my races. But now like, um, next month in March, I have three races in one weekend in Atlanta and May I have three more races in one weekend and, uh, here in Fago, North Carolina. So the fact that I'm just like, like travel again, all over the United States and stuff to do these races. Um, it's just something I look forward to. It's just like, 
it pushes me mentally and physically and it's like this community um right. this is something i've never like seen before i'm just like it's just a lot of fun pretty much mm. wow i i didn't know such a thing exists i've seen a little bit of it on social media people going through you know it's kind of similar to crossfitting that crossfitting um thing that i see a lot of people doing uh but this yeah. is actually the obstacle course Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. a bunch of mud. Uh, you do a lot of different um, obstacles in like the mountains. You have to go and um, hike a lot and right. just conquer your field fears. It's like is you versus the mountain, pretty much. And there's people from all over the world, people from all kinds of different uh, fitness levels. So it's not like you have to be so fit to do it. It's like you don't have a time limit to do it. You just got to go and finish it, you know, and you get rewarded. And it's, and it's pretty cool to see kids doing it, see older people doing it, see people that are super fit in the top of their game or see people that are just getting started. And it's just kind of nice to see that camaraderie that when you're in that course, everybody helps each other. Everybody's like so nice to each other and push each other to be right. the best version of themselves. Wonderful. Tell me this. Uh, you've been doing the painting for some time now. One, I want to ask you, how do you decide your music when you're painting? And two, what is next for you in terms of the painting? Painting in front of a live, audi a live audience? That might be interesting. Yes. You know, going on tour, doing the wee. <laughs> I thought about that. I really did. Uh, that'd be super cool. Um, to answer your first question about the music, I do have a playlist that is like all the music that I've saved on Spotify. So I don't have like a specific playlist that go. I just pretty much like click shuffle on all the songs that I have, and it just continues to play music. And if I don't like it, I just click next. Um, it's just kind of fun to see. One minute you listen to Taylor Swift, the next you listen to Drake. Then you're listening to Kelly Clarkson. I don't know, whatever. So it's like, there's no um, one genre. It's a little bit of everything. I, I love Spanish music. You know, I speak Spanish. I'm Dominican. So um, I have different types of genres on my playlist. And and sometimes people like um, request a few songs. And if I have time, I, I, you know, I listen. Um, sometimes I don't get to do that. But yeah, it's, it's a little bit of everything for sure. And then about the art like right now i'm really focusing on just doing all these orders like literally i have people that i'm still doing orders from november that's how many orders i that's have how, that's how, how back back backed up you are yeah and like for example i'll show you like for example this piece let's say um this piece is an eagle's piece <sighs> that's nice so this one I just made, um, that one takes like almost a week to make, just that one. Because uh, the process is I have to make the logo and I put it on the canvas. Then I have to put the tape over it and everything. And that takes like one or two hours. And then I got to put the paint over it, let it dry for 24 hours, carefully take the, the tape off to reveal the logo. Then I got to pour the epoxy, the resin, and let that sit for three days. Um, and this is like the second day that I'm letting it sit. So like from start to finish, one takes almost a week to make when it comes to the logos. And, um, yeah, like that one right there, 
Um, that's the Buffalo Bills right there. And it's just kind of like insane that, you know, I have so many of them, um, especially with logos right now. Because one of them, actually the one with the Eagles, it went viral on Facebook Reels. So everybody started to order stuff with, um, with logo. There's my dog right there. <laughs> the um, with the, but the thing with your painting, no one painting is the same. Exactly. So I could do this over and over again and they don't come the same. They don't come out the same. No, they'll never come out the same. So when they get a painting from you, it's a one of one. Exactly. That's that's what's special about it. Like I, I love the idea of the concept of abstract art because you can get lost on, on just like admiring it and just every little every little like swirl, every little detail. It's just you know very special. The fact that my hands. I uh, get to do this and I get to ship it out to other people and they get to like put it on their homes. So that's, that's very cool. Do you sign um, your paintings? Yes, I do. Um, when I'm out to ship them, I sign every single piece in the back and everything. And then I write a hand written note to every single person, no matter what. So everybody gets a hand written note by me, um, when they buy my piece too. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Melissa. Nunez, it was a pleasure having you here today. I enjoyed the conversation. You have a lot of energy on that internet. <laughs> a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, thank you so much for having me, Kiko. I appreciate you. You're awesome. I'm, I can't wait to see this interview back. It's gonna be really cool. I'll be able to share it. That'll be awesome. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I would love to have you back whenever you want to come back. Listen. I mean, I know this is season five. Whenever you want to come back, you know, you come back and we can kick it. We can talk pop culture. We can talk reaction, whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, my platform is your platform. I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you being candid. Um, and I'm, I'd love to see what, what else is in store for you. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're doing such an amazing job. I love that intro, by the way, too. <laughs> you had here that was pretty dope so, thank you thank you um actually yeah this is this is the first interview of the year for me so that's kind of cool um that i get to do that on your platform and um i wish you nothing but the best and i'm for sure we're gonna be able to do this again uh, i would love to come back on your show will do thank you melissa nunez thank you again yes sir have a good night all right take care Thank you.